This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Horse Tracks, a feature of Mile High Broncos Podcast. Part of the Fans First Sports Network. Here's what's happening in Broncos country. Good morning, Broncos country. Happy Thursday morning to you all. This is Christopher Hart of Mile High Report with the Fans First Sports Network, bringing you today's podcast edition for Horse Tracks. It has been one week since the Denver Broncos dropped to 1-5 after their loss to the Kansas City Chiefs last week on Thursday Night Football. On the post-game podcast, I predicted that the next 10 days after the loss and the game leading up to the Green Bay Packers would likely be some of the most exciting and active of the entire season. Oddly enough, the Broncos have been very, very quiet, and there has been no news or really no big updates regarding potential trade rumors with the team. I had thought after dropping to 1-5 and and considering the implications that they'll have with dead cap and just needing to reforge the roster and engage in an entire rebuild, that we would have saw some moves this past week as far as trading players. They had that 10-day window between Thursday night's loss and the game this Sunday against the Packers to make a move, but they haven't yet. Uh, I think that's a surprise, and I kind of want to leave that off with today's podcast. 
because I absolutely thought that something was going to happen in this span of time, but sadly it hasn't. I think that we will end up seeing trades happen, even if the Broncos were to win against the Packers on Sunday and secure their first win at home of the year. I truly do believe that a rebuild and reforging is going to happen. It just seems at this point in time that maybe Sean Payton, George Payton, uh, the Broncos ownership and everyone involved in the front office probably thinks they're going to get a better deal closer to the deadline than before it. So we'll just have to wait and see how that plays out. But honestly, I'm kind of baffled that no moves have been made other than, you know, the, the past moves regarding Randy Gregory and Frank Clark uh, being dismissed from the edge room and moving on to different teams. With that being said, it seems like the Broncos are focused on this week's game against the Packers as opposed to worrying about who they need to trade and what they can get for them. So I'll, I'll start discussing yesterday's injury report. It appears that tight end Greg Dulcich has suffered a significant setback with his hamstring and he was not a participant in Wednesday's practice. Uh, safeties Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson were limited in participation. Baron Browning, Lloyd Cushenberry, and DJ Jones were all full participants, so it's quite possible that we see Baron Browning's first action this season this weekend against the Packers. Uh, with respect to Green Bay, they've got a rather long injury report. It doesn't seem like Devonder Campbell, they're a really good inside linebacker, is going to be playing this Sunday. He's out with an angle injury. Uh, they have also have Zane Anderson at safety, who was limited. Elkin Jenkins, who was a swing offensive lineman for him, was limited. Uh, Aaron Jones, who's been a great player for them for a lot of years, their running back, was limited due to a hamstring injury. In their secondary, also Darnell Savage and Eric Stokes, their safety and cornerback, were limited. Quay Walker at uh, linebacker was also limited and Devontae Wyatt on the DL was also limited. So it does appear that the Green Bay Packers are going to have some players out uh, during this game on Sunday against the Broncos, which brings me into kind of one of my major keys to the game for the Broncos this weekend. Obviously, the offense has really struggled the past couple of weeks, and they haven't been able to get it going in the passing game. But even in the loss to the Chiefs, their running game when they utilized it uh, with Samaj Perine and uh, Jaleel McLaughlin looked quite good. Uh, so in order to secure a victory so the Broncos can get their second win of the year, I think it's really imperative that Sean Payton calls a really good game and effectively utilizes the, uh, the rushing attack for the Broncos. The Packers are a bottom five defense in the NFL with respect to rush defense. They've uh, allowed six touchdowns on the ground this year. They're giving up over 4.3 yards per carry. And teams, 30% yeah, of the runs against the Packers are going for first downs. And I think they've allowed about 46 or 47 first downs on the ground this year. So if there was a game that the Broncos could have, that they could utilize the rushing attack to really bolster their offense and get things moving, I think that this weekend's matchup against Green Bay really presents the opportunity and I'm hoping that Sean Payton takes advantage of that. On top of that, speaking of the running game and all that sort of stuff, you know, Sean Payton's been a great play caller throughout his whole NFL career. He's an offensive genius. But one of the keys, uh, one of the key aspects I've been seeing that's been missing 
from the Broncos rushing attack all year long is not running out of the shotgun. They've got all these shotgun formations, um, and they, they're really setting up the boot action, play action game out of the shotgun. But for whatever reason, and he used it a lot in New Orleans, they're not running the ball out of the gun, which I think is counterintuitive to you know developing the passing game. And it's also making the, the rushing game hard and easily predictable for the defense. And the Broncos have been struggling getting to the outside. Uh, teams are combating and condensing against that. So I think that a little bit of variation in that rushing attack, utilizing some runs out of the gun, mixing it up, uh, would really uh, bolster their offense and, and be a good game plan to uh, attack the Packers defense, who's got, you know, Campbell's probably going to be out with that injury. Uh, they've got Quay Walker and Devontae White, who are limited. Who knows if they'll go? They're banged up all over the defense on all three levels. So I think this would be a really good game to get that rushing game going and make some of the changes that I alluded to. So that's what I'm hoping for to see. Uh, as I had said a couple of weeks ago on the post-game podcast as well, we were kind of pontificating about possible wins for the Broncos, looking at this gauntlet of a schedule that they had starting with the last Kansas City game, knowing that they're going to play the Chiefs again coming up, that they've got the Bills, they've got the Vikings, etc. They've got a really hard schedule, and I did pick that this game at home against the Packers was likely one of the only wins that I saw the rest of the year, given how bad things have gone. And I'm still sticking to that. I do believe that the Broncos will secure their second victory of the year and their first victory the, at home this year against the Packers. So I'm going with the Broncos winning 24-20 against the Packers and getting themselves to a 2-5 record. That won't change the tune of the season. I think that we've already all come to accept that this isn't a playoff caliber team. And even if the Broncos do win this weekend, as I predict, I'm truly hoping that they are very aggressive leading up to the trade deadline and that they can get capital for some of these guys on the team. Like I've said before on other podcasts and last week's podcast after the Kansas City loss, they're really operating at a talent deficiency across the board. Between Russell Wilson and Sean Payton trades, etc., they had traded away three first-round picks, three second-round picks, etc., <clears throat> And they gave up a lot of talent to acquire that as well. Uh, so they really need to figure it out, uh, whether it's trading Justin Simmons to a team like the Eagles, who are uh, a competitor that they're going to be picking late, but they need help in their secondary. Maybe a team like the Panthers is interested in Jerry Judy, who has not performed like we had hoped after drafting him in the first round several years ago. Uh, Bryce Young needs a target there. Uh, perhaps they could get a top 75 pick. Uh, they have that early third round pick right now, you know, being a winless team or whatnot. So that would be a good get. Uh, there's a lot of options for Denver. There's a lot of players, you know, even Josie Jewell, Cortland Sutton, pretty much anybody with the exception of Patrick Sertan at this point in time is probably on the table. So, you know, I started off the podcast with thinking, hey, you know, it's been awfully quiet, but win or loss this weekend, I would expect in the next two weeks leading up to the deadline for some major trades to happen to help the Broncos reforge and rebuild this team in the future. So I'll end today's podcast on that note. Once again, thanks for listening. Uh, thank you for reading and sticking with us at Mile High Report through the season. Uh, we'll be doing our best to give you the latest and greatest updates, news, and rumors on the Broncos. So I know it's been a hard year for us all in Broncos country because the team hasn't performed well, but 
we're super thankful that you've stuck with us and keep supporting us. So stick with us and enjoy the ride. Thanks again, guys. Take care. Bye. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.